Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Coach, coming off one game non-conference against Dartmouth. Offense exploded for six goals. Had a great game from the team. Just wanted to get your thoughts heading into third matchup this season against UMass Lowell and then a game Sunday against Maine to wrap up the first half. Yeah, I was telling the team uh, yesterday in practice, I just think it's a great way to end our first half because uh, we've always had tremendous battles with Lowell. You know, I've said many times before, I have the utmost respect for Norman, how he runs his program. And it appears that every time we play them, it's always a tight game. And uh, I expect more of the same on Friday night. And then we uh, get to travel up to Maine, which uh, if it's not the toughest road win in our, our league, it's certainly in the conversation. It's such a, you know, rabid fan base, uh, dynamite atmosphere and Alphonse uh, so Logan fortunate to uh, coach many games up there and uh, it's always a real fun fun atmosphere and place to play awesome all right we'll open it up for questions go ahead Daniel I was looking through the stats and uh, noticed that um, Joey Muldowney is second tied for second on the team in assists. Um, just how have you seen him progress through his freshman year, especially uh, you seemed a little surprised at the way he uh, performed when he showed up for camp. Well, he, um, well, he was a kid that certainly had the ability to, to score goals. And that's the reason why uh, San Jose drafted him. Um I think, you know, when he got here, it was like we had a pretty good team. And uh, it's always a big jump, you know, for freshmen. But the one thing I think he's really found a home with uh, Tristan Frazier and Ryan Tattle, that line has been, you know, dynamite for us the past three games. So uh, I've been happy with his progress. And uh, they've really – you know, brought a lot of energy that those three to our team the past three games. Johnny, we'll head over to you. Hey, coach. Nice to meet you. Um, just a question about Lowell's desperation. They lost back-to-back -back games this past weekend. You guys obviously coming off that big 6-1 win. You know how they play, but how can you match that energy level knowing that they're desperate to get back in the win column? It's a Hockey East game, Johnny. It, it doesn't matter really what's happened in the past. I know that, uh, you know, what, what What fuels Norm is the next game he has on his schedule, and that happens to be us. So, And we treat it the same way. It's, you know, the 6-1 the win over Dartmouth has nothing to do with how we're going to play on Friday night. It's how are we going to practice this week? How are we going to prepare? And are we going to execute on Friday night? And I would imagine that, uh, that's the same mindset that Lowell's in right now. I'll head back to you, Dan. W was it intentional that the 
main game ended up on a Sunday so that you had a travel day up there? Or is that just how it worked out? Well, Lowell and Maine are are two of the four teams that we play three times this year. So we had to – it's always tricky finding that time for that third game. And uh, I think Lowell's doing the same thing with Vermont. You know, I think they're traveling up to Vermont on Sunday. So uh, because we are going to Maine, uh, it made sense that, you know, there was a day off in between. If I remember correctly, last time you went up there a couple of years ago, uh, you stopped at Bowdoin Midway, right? Uh, are we you did. doing that again? I don't think so this year uh, because it's a Saturday. We, we did that because it was on a Thursday and we could get ice in the afternoon. Uh, I believe they have a we, – we looked into it because uh, the guys don't mind stopping halfway and getting a skate. But I think this year uh, they, they have a women's game or, or even a men's game maybe on Saturday afternoon. So – uh, we're just going to practice here and drive up. We couldn't get ice at Maine, so it uh, made sense to practice here and drive up. Johnny, we'll go back to you. Is there uh, a hidden gem on this roster? I always like to ask about players who maybe don't get enough attention from uh, the rest of the league, a guy that you see every day that – might not be as uh, as noticeable as the you know Matthew Woods and the the draft picks. Yeah, I think we got a plethora of them. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys on our team. I believe that uh, are really good hockey players. You could start with, you know, our our three senior captains. You know, in Hudson Shandor and uh, or I could say four captains. You know, Andrew Lucas. Harrison Reese, Jake Flynn. You know, I don't know if they get a ton of attention, but you know, the four of them drive the bus every day. Uh, they're awesome leaders and uh, raise the level of practice every day. And while they might not get the all league attention, I think they're great pieces of a puzzle that that make our team go. Go ahead, Dan. You said that uh, Alphonse is one of the toughest places to get a win. Um, do you enjoy going into those type of atmospheres and those really hard places to win? Uh, or, you know, is it something, not that you dread, but n that you don't totally look forward to? No, I love it. I think it's great. Uh, you know, what I dread is going to a building where there's 100 people. Like, then there's no atmosphere and you got to create your own energy. Uh, sometimes you do have to do that, but when you go to Alphon, like the pageantry they have up there, the kids waiting outside when you're walking into the rink to get into the game, it's, uh, it's awesome. It's, it's one of my favorite places to go play. Coach, I'll jump in. If you could just speak briefly about the Frazier line, I know you've, You've had some high praise for them the past couple of games and Ryan Tattle getting his first goal on Saturday and, you know, that line having another good game. If you could just speak to what you're continuing to see from that. Yeah, they're continuing to skate and put pressure on the opponent. And I believe uh, they just work really hard. They all have uh, good skill, you know, and you saw Ryan's goal was a great goal the other day, snapping that puck far side about 12 inches off the ice. Uh, 
you know, Joey and, and, and Tristan and uh, Ryan, they, they just really have some chemistry right now. As I said, they skate really well, they compete and, uh, you know, they take away time and space from the opponent and they're playing great hockey right now. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, you just reminded me of that, but after the game, uh, Ryan talked about how uh, it's been a theme of shooting for third or I think he said shooting 13 is the way he phrased it, that you want to put it 13 inches off the ice on either side of the goalie. Is that something new that you guys have talked about, or is that just something that usually comes up every year? Oh, I think that's, uh, if, if you watch a lot of hockey or watch the NHL highlights, uh, a lot of goals are scored there. It's a tough spot just under the glove or under the blocker and above the pads. It's a tough spot for a goalie to get to. I mean, it's, it's not a secret or a revolutionary concept. It's uh, a place where goal scorers score goals. And, um, you know, we've been preaching it. I mean, the ones off, you know, bar down and look great, but they're hard to, they're hard to get the, you know, score goals there. Um, and it just seems like more goals are scored when pucks are shot, you know, 13 inches off the ice. Laura, we'll head over to you. Uh, hey, Coach. Um, Hi, obviously, I know that Lowell presents a lot of troubles, especially for teams through the neutral zone. Um, with that in mind, like, what are some of the things that your team needs to really be dialed in on heading into this weekend? Yeah, there's a great observation. They're an excellent uh, neutral zone team. Uh, and I find that, you know, just about everybody we've played has a – uh, you know, really tries to clog up the neutral zone and, and much like we do as well, because you don't want teams gaining a lot of speed, attacking you with speed through the neutral zone. Uh, I think the most important thing is when we manage the puck, there's a time where we can carry it into the zone and there's a time where we're going to have to, you know, dump it in and go get it back. And recognizing uh, what the situation is and when to carry it in and when to dump it, is going to be crucial for us on Friday night. And also your team has been, I think it's 3-0-0 when you score first and starting on time, potentially just looking at the the box scores has been something that maybe you're struggling with. What's been the message to the group about starting on time and maybe not necessarily getting that first goal, but making sure that you're playing good from the jump? Yeah, it's uh, – well, I didn't know that stat, but if we are 3-0 when we're scoring first, I hope we score first again on Friday. But um, you always want to try to score first, you know. Uh, I think that's the mentality we always go in. Uh, you know, and I, I've been pretty happy with most of our starts. There's been a couple of games where they haven't been great. Uh, and that's going to occasionally happen. And I think in this league, and we talk about it a lot, that – uh, you're going to have a bad period here and there, or you might not be in sync for a period, and you got to be able to weather the storm. Uh, that's going to happen. There's a lot of good teams in our league, and if you can't weather the storm every now and then, you, you're going to you're not going to be successful. So that's what we talk about more than the start. Is if things aren't going well, let's make sure it's not a disaster, and, and we don't put ourselves in such a big hole that it's hard to come out of it. Johnny, we'll, we'll end it with you. 
Uh, this is my first time seeing the new rink. I just want to know what it's done for the program as far as recruiting and just uh, the overall attraction to come to play for UConn. Well, it's. Uh, I think you're going to be pretty impressed. It's certainly got a lot of curb appeal. Uh, but more importantly, it's, it's a great venue for our student body just to walk over from their dorms to support our team. And also for our players, just the resources they have here to develop and become the best player that they, that they can be, you know, are second to none probably in the country. So those are the things that, uh, you know, I think are most important. You know, some others might disagree because those, the club room's pretty cool and the sight lines are great. Uh, it's certainly got a, an awesome atmosphere on game night. I was also told to say hi for Max Calter. He's one of my best friends. Are you bragging or complaining? Uh, both. <laughs> okay. He's awesome. Tell Max I said hello. I will. Awesome. Well, thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. Good luck this weekend, Coach. Thank you, Colin. Appreciate it. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.